victory of the cross through the power of the blood of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, it is good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And we are the house of the Lord. We are the people of God. When we come together as the people of God, God is here among us. God is here within us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. It's God's glory. But isn't that amazing that God desires to display his glory in us? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, one day we'll go to heaven when we die. We have Jesus Christ in our hearts. Amen? But at the same time, God wants heaven in us now. God wants to release the glory of heaven here on this earth, here in this world, here in our relationships, in our families, here in our communities, everywhere. God fills us up and sends us out. And that's why we're here. We're here to be filled up so we can be sent out. Do y'all believe there's a special anointing when we come together like this from the different churches and communities and cities? When we come together, it's like Psalm 133. How good and pleasant it is when the brethren dwell together in unity. For there the Lord commands his blessing, life forevermore. Let's just be expectant tonight of the blessing of the Lord. The moving of the Spirit of the Lord. We had a, had a chance to pray with a good friend of mine um, this afternoon. Um, and she was receiving an overflowing of the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues, her prayer language came forth, flowing out today. And then it dawned on her that this is the weekend of Pentecost. <laughs> I mean, isn't that amazing? In the Hebrew Pentecost, the biblical Pentecost, this weekend we're entering into that time. And what a perfect time to receive. Hallelujah, amen, praise the Lord. God is moving in our midst. He wants to fill every one of us. With a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit of the living God. He wants to strengthen us. Encourage us. Anybody need any strengthening? Anybody need any encouragement? Let's come expectant tonight. Expectant tonight. We're going to have ministry. I've had people ask me today. You know, Are we going to have ministry tonight? Yes we are. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Our, uh, the GLOW team. The leader team. Rosie and I. We are going to minister to people tonight. So just be expectant. Be ready. The Spirit of the Lord is among us. Right? Yeah. Thank you, God, that he is here. Pentecost weekend. I keep thinking about that. This time together is like a gate into this Shavuot, this gate into the Pentecost season. You know, we're in between the, the cross and the Pentecost. And in that gate, that makes me think of Psalm 24. Be lifted up, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. Let's just declare, come in, King of glory. Come in, King of glory. Come in, King of glory. And he is here. He is here. We welcome him here tonight. We welcome him to continue to move in our hearts, our spirits, our souls, our bodies with the presence of the living God tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we just pray tonight in the name of Jesus that you would touch every one of us 
tonight, Lord, in a new way, a deep way. Bring healing, bring freedom, bring encouragement, bring a lifting off of grief, bring a lifting off of heaviness. Bring us forth out of the places where we have felt dead or lifeless or dull. God, bring us forth in the newness of life. Even tonight, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, I gave gave uh, I gave the phone to a I mean the microphone to a lawyer today in the middle of my sermon. <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank you. He took it. And he ran with it. You know, it's got kind of like the guy the guy that finally made it to heaven. He makes it to heaven. He says, "All right, Lord, I got a couple of questions for you." And Lord says, "Oh, okay. What are they?" He goes, "Well, number one, why did you create the devil?" Pretty good question, right? Lord said, so they wouldn't blame me for everything. <laughs> now, that's pretty good. He said, well, Lord, that's, that's pretty good. All right, all right. But now I've got the really tough question for you. Why did you create lawyers? <laughs> and the Lord said, so they wouldn't blame the devil for everything. <laughs> God is moving in his mercy. He's moving in his love. He loves to set things right in us. He loves to set things right in his people. And that's why we're here, to let God come and set things right within us. To restore us to righteousness, to new life in him and every dimension of his being. Now, now you all with the shofars and the trumpets, y'all get ready because this is going to be an interactive, participatory evening, okay? Uh, we there's something about the sound of the trumpet. I was going through Numbers chapter 10 this morning, and I was talking about the one silver trumpet I'd ordered. I'd bought the one silver trumpet, and I was reading further, and it talked about the two trumpets. And some of my friends over here, they said last night we had Terry McAlman with a silver trumpet on the mountain. And today we had Rocio with a silver trumpet right here. So God has his two silver trumpets releasing the word of the Lord. And in that word, the silver trumpets were used to bring the people together, the gathering of the people together. And the silver trumpets were used to send the people out to battle. The silver trumpets were used when God would begin to call his people and assemble them and send them forth. And you know where that is in Numbers chapter 10? It's right after in Numbers chapter 9 where God has just talked to them about the pillar of fire by night, the pillar of cloud by day that would lead them. And then it talks about these silver trumpets for God to lead them. Have you ever thought about that? Now, now why did they need trumpets when they could see the majesty of God, just imagine that pillar of fire in the night. Just imagine the orbs that surrounded that pillar of fire in the night, the angelic host of heaven. Woo! <laughs> and the pillar of cloud by day. And yet God says at the same time, when it's time to move, you will sound the trumpets. And first the ones on the east will move out, and then the ones on the south will move out. Now why did they need the trumpet sound when they could see God? You ever thought about that? See, I hadn't until I started digging into this a little bit. It just dawned on me. Why did they need the trumpets? And I think there's something about the sound. 
Something about the sound of the Lord. You know, when John has his revelation of God, the revelation of Jesus Christ, he hears the Lord speaking to him with the sound of a trumpet in Revelation 1. God speaks through the sound of the trumpet. There's something about the trumpet sound, the sound of the trumpet that lets us hear the voice of God like the sound of many waters. He wants us to see him. He wants to see his glory, see what God's doing in the earth. We see it when we see testimonies. But don't we want to see the testimonies and hear the testimonies? We want to see the healing, but we want to hear the testimony of the healing. Amen? Because that encourages, that brings life, that brings hope. There's something about hearing the voice of God. We're created to hear the voice of God. And God wants us to discern more clearly what that voice is. He wants to hear more specifically, more precisely. Y'all think we're going to need to hear the voice of the Lord much more specifically in the days to come. See, and this is our time to prepare. Long blast of the trumpet is the gathering, the assembling of the people of God. We're here. We're here. We're, we're, I know he's doing this all over the earth, but he's doing it right here, right now in us, right? He called us here. We're assembling for encouragement, for hope, for healing, for freedom, for awakening. And then he's sending us out as we go into the battlefields. So right now we're in the in-between. We're letting God heal and minister and restore. We're letting him bring us to a place where we can hear his voice more clearly. That's part of what he's doing. Y'all thought we were here to have a great time and worship, and we are, but we're here because God brought us here. He's doing something in us. He is preparing the way of the Lord in us. He is preparing the way of the Lord in our hearts, in our spirit, in our mind, in our giftings, and part of that gifting he is preparing is the gifting of prophecy. The Bible says, when it's talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, about nine different spiritual gifts, and in Romans 13, I mean, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, he's talking about nine different spiritual gifts. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he's talking about express them in love. The love chapter, we think it's about weddings, but it's in the context of spiritual gifts. And then the next chapter, chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians, it starts off saying, pursue love and eagerly desire the spiritual gifts and especially what? That you would prophesy which is simply to hear and speak the word of the Lord, to hear what the voice of the Lord is saying, to hear the trumpet sound of the Lord, to hear the clear sound of the Lord, and to share it, to release it, to encourage others with it. That's what he's doing this weekend. But in the restoration, he needs to restore what has been lost. Anybody feel like you've lost some ground? Now, I'm not inviting anybody to make a negative confession, you know, here. But I am inviting us to get real, right? Sometimes, don't you have to just get real with God? Don't you just have to say, yes, Lord, I don't want to say the wrong thing, and it matters what we say, amen? Yeah. But we can acknowledge I struggle with this, can't we? I'm having a battle with this, because that's just a fact. Doesn't mean we're, we don't have the victory, doesn't mean we don't get the victory, doesn't mean we're not... Fighting from the place of victory, but at the same time, just say that with me, at the same time, we can acknowledge the battle, acknowledge the struggle, and sometimes we just need the freedom to get real. 
You know, that's our, our ministry that Rosie and I have, the ministry of inner healing, freedom, uh, deliverance. It's an opportunity for people that are struggling down inside to get real with God. Because sometimes don't we wear the mask, how are you doing? I'm fine. How's everything with you? Great. And, and that's our declaration. Thank you, God, that we are the righteousness of God, the finished work of the cross. It's done. It's accomplished. It's finished. I'm a new creation. Behold, all things are new. But at the same time, say it with me, at the same time, sometimes aren't we struggling? <laughs> aren't we having a battle? Sometimes aren't you concerned about your kid that's the prodigal? And sometimes aren't you concerned about your health and what's going on in your body and your concern with your faith and your hope and your gifting? Sometimes aren't you struggling with fears or worries or anxieties, depression, discouragement, hopeless despair? Anybody here ever struggle with any of that? I see those hands. <laughs> And this ought to be the right place to come. Yes. Where be honest with one another, real with one another. That's not a negative confession to admit you're struggling. And one reason why we struggle is because we have an enemy. Jesus same, I said, I came that you'd have life and have it abundantly. But there is a thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And the thief wants to take everything we have. He wants to take us out. Shut us down, shut us up, keep us struggling and looking at the past and looking down, down, downcast. Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Well, in our ministry, sometimes, and you try not to do this. You try to pray with people with the compassion of the Lord, the love of the Lord. You try to come alongside them. Here's Jesus. Give it to him. When I'm teaching prayer ministry, I say, really, your job is just to say, here's Jesus. Give it to him. Give him your pain. Give him your shame. Give him your sin. Give him your addictions. Give him those words and those curses and everything in you that's not yet like him. Here's Jesus. Give it to him. And that's really our role in prayer. That's really our Lord when we come alongside somebody. Here's Jesus. Give it to him. But sometimes in our compassion, in our mercy, in our love, in the love of God expressed through us, sometimes you start to take that on to yourself. You know, the enemy will use whatever's your greatest gift. He'll use it against you. And you people of prayer... You people of love, you people of intercession, calling, anointing to come alongside, to fight the battles, to fight the wars for other people and for your nations, your communities. One way the enemy uses your gift against you of compassion, mercy, healing, and love is to trick you into absorbing it into yourself. Sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. And I'll find myself at the end of a battle, at the end of a day, feeling weary, feeling tired, feeling what they were feeling. <laughs> and you're carrying that with you. And we forget sometimes that our role is to say, here's Jesus, give it to him. And, and we're praying, we're interceding, we're loving, we're ministering the healing love of God. But it soaks into us. It can come into us. We can absorb they're suffering, they're struggling, and really, Jesus is the one who bears the burdens. But sometimes we have to say, Lord, come lift that from me, take that from me, 
So one morning, not too long ago, I'd been in a very intense season of the battles. Praying, fighting, fighting the good fight. The Lord wins the battles, right? But he, how's he do it? Here's the Lord. Just say it with me. Here's the Lord. Raise up your right hand. <laughs> He's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the savior. But hold up your left hand. But he does it through me. See, we're the vessel. God's going to release his word, his power through us. And the trouble is the vessels can start to receive something besides the Spirit of the Lord. So one morning I was waking up, going into my prayer closet in my morning-by-morning morning time, which I love for y'all. If anybody wants to sign up, join me on that journey, just go to our website. You can click right there at, at Messiah Ministries and uh, try to write those in the morning fresh from that morning. You know, that's my morning prayer time and send it out that day. And one day I was feeling heavy weary and I think I'd been carrying some other people's burdens anybody else ever do that <laughs> well quit it <laughs> right right Jesus carried our burdens you know but I I had been doing that and so I'm just kind of waiting I'm doing the dot 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 part of my morning good morning Lord Jesus here I am Lord guide me through the day dot 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 and I'm waiting for a scripture waiting for a word a phrase whatever the the fresh bread that the Lord has for me that day amen and I hear in my heart that phrase David encouraged himself in the Lord there it is again I love it I love this place I love y'all love those holy goosebumps <laughs> David encouraged himself in the Lord some versions I think say David strengthened himself in the Lord now that's an interesting phrase isn't it and I said Lord where is that and Lord what's going on with that and you know I, I looked it up I, I couldn't remember exactly where that was but I said Lord that's where I am right now I feel like David who needs to encourage himself in the Lord today. And that's a story from the Old Testament. You know, it says, it says in the New Testament that everything that happened to them in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, is to speak to us, to encourage us, to inspire us. And it's a story from 1 Samuel chapter 30. It's kind of a long story, but it's worth the, worth the read here. Can I just share it with you? 1 Samuel chapter 30. Now when David and his men came to Ziklag, on the third day the Amalekites had made a raid on Negeb and on Ziklag. And they had attacked Ziklag, burned it down, and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and grave. Killed none of them, but carried them off and went their way. Now just pause there a moment. Do you ever feel like you're in Ziklag? <laughs> you ever feel like the enemy has come in like a flood and carried away everything you held dear, everything you held precious? Maybe you didn't destroy it and crush it out of your life, never to be restored, but carried away captive. And I believe part of the application of this tonight, even as I'm sharing this story with you, is some of us here tonight, the enemy has carried something precious away from you maybe part of your gifting maybe part of your family a marriage self-identity a job 
sense of value or worth. And the enemy has come. And he's taken away captive. Maybe didn't kill it. But he holds it captive. When David and his men came to the city. They found it burned down. And their wives and sons taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. I mean, that sounds like hopeless despair. A dark place, a deep pit. Have you ever cried like that? Have you ever suffered loss like that? Is it okay just to say, yeah, I have. And I'm talking about since you received Jesus Christ in your heart. Have you ever had a day like that? Have you ever had a cry like that? Where you were crying and weeping and struggling because you had suffered loss of something precious to you. And sometimes you just need a safe place to say it. You don't have to agree with it or say, that's how it is. That's how it's always going to be. looks like the enemy won and I'm just defeated. But we can say, I'm suffering here, God. I'm crying, God. I'm crying out to you. Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, move. Oh, God, if you don't show up, nothing else will. I mean, can we just get real with that? I know some of you all think, wow, I thought this was going to be fun tonight. <laughs> no, no I, I really feel this is significant. We cannot go forth into the battles. We cannot go forth and take our place on the wall. We cannot go forth and hear the voice of the Lord and move in the power, the authority of God until we let God deal with some of these things in us. Until we take back what the enemy has stolen from us in the name of Jesus. They cried and they wept until they had no more tears. That's a dark place. That's a deep place. That's an empty place. And sometimes we just have to be emptied of everything in us that's not yet like him. So we can fill us up again. So he can refresh us again. And I'm going to invite you, even, even as I'm sharing these words, even leading into ministry time tonight, let the Lord show you. Would y'all just have the courage to say, Holy Spirit, show me what have I lost? Holy Spirit, what is the deep place of grief down inside of me? What is the place that I bury, I detach from, I dissociate from? I pretend like it's not there. I pretend like it's okay, like it's all worked out. But the truth is, God, while I believe every scripture, while I believe the word of God, that behold, all things are new, but God at the same time, just have the courage to say that with me, but God at the same time, I'm struggling here. <laughs> I'm struggling here. Maybe it's a struggle with an addiction. Maybe it's a struggle with a heartbreak. Maybe it's a struggle with a thought in your mind that keeps coming to your mind. Maybe it's a struggle in your body, a prayer you prayed and cried out to God and held on to the horns of the altar, but you feel like the heavens are brass, like God doesn't hear. Or worse, you hear the voice of the enemy. God doesn't care. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, somebody just have the courage to hold your hand high a minute. Now look around. There's a lot of hands in here. Just to understand, this is not a negative confession. We're not getting stuck here, right? We're not receiving this. But to get free, you've got to acknowledge that it's there. 
we got to bring it to the foot of the cross. Call it what it is. Out of the darkness into the light. Because in the light, it becomes a fair fight. I'm telling you. Whoa, gosh. Wow. Yes, Lord. Get This is get real night, y'all. <laughs> get real night. Because we can. Because this is a safe place. Because y'all are people who have. The Spirit of God moving in your hearts. And the Spirit of God is good. The Spirit of God is love. The Spirit of God is truth. (laughs) Come, Holy Spirit, with your truth and with your love. Give us your mercy and your grace to call it what it is. Because if you call it what it is, you can lay it down. But if you don't call it what it is, you just bury it. You detach from it. You put a wall around it. (laughs) It's kind of like saying, no thanks, God, I got this. And God says, would you just humble yourself in my sight? And then I will lift you up. So David and his men cried and wept until they had no more strength. You know what grief will do that to you? It will sap your strength. Grief, discouragement, hopelessness. You feel like you just can't even get out of bed in the morning. And sometimes it'd be better if we didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like the guy that says, "Oh Lord, I just praise you for today. I thank you, God. I have not lost my temper. I haven't crossed any lines. I have not sinned. Not a bad word has come out of my mouth. But Lord, here in a minute, I'm going to get out of bed." <laughs> <laughs> that's when you need the strength of the Lord when you get out of bed when you go on with your day sometimes though we get weary battle weary anybody felt battle weary you are an army of the Lord you're an army of intercessors of course you get battle weary days of COVID I'm sorry for spitting on everybody close to me right there <laughs> It's what you get by for sitting next to the preacher, right, Elizabeth? <laughs> you are intercessors. You are the army of the Lord. Of course we get battle weary. If you're not battle weary, you're not in the battle. Whoa, if you are not battle weary, you are not in the battle. In other words, it's okay to acknowledge sometimes you get weary. Sometimes you get tired. Sometimes you're so sick and tired of being sick and tired. You get weary, exhausted, worn out. Sometimes you just want to go home, want to hang up your sword. And that's why we're here, to encourage one another. That's why we're here where iron sharpens iron. That's why we're here in the crucible that is for the silver because God is refining us. God is healing us. God is restoring us. God is, is scraping off the dross. Tonight, just think of tonight as scraping off the dross night. <laughs> let it bubble up. Even as you hear these words, have the courage to let God bring up where you've been struggling in your heart, where you've been disappointed disappointed in your heart where you've been weary in your bones where it's manifesting in your muscles and in your nerves and in your body where something inside of you rises up and and tries to say I'm doing it I'm going to do this in my way and my power and my strength and you think you're making the declaration of the Lord but you're really just making the declaration of your flesh (laughs) anybody ever do that I see those hands (laughs) that's when we're being more soulish and spiritual. It's when things are out of order, out of alignment in our lives. 
And the Lord says, get real. Be honest. Come to me. They cried. They wept until they had no more strength. See, it says they came back from the battle. They were already weary from the battles. They come weary from the battles and they look around at the loss. Do you ever feel like, well, God... I signed up into your army and God, didn't you say, if I, just, if I would just intercede, if I just keep my eyes on you, you'd take care of everything I hold dear. I've declared that. I've prayed that. Now would anybody just have the courage to say, but at the same time, <laughs> sometimes the enemy snuck in. Because, you know, we still live in a broken fallen world and even though we walk in righteousness and we declare the word of the Lord and we're calling forth we're praying for your kingdom come your will be done right here on earth right here right now in my family in my life in my finances in my hopes my gifting my calling my city here on earth just as it is in heaven while we're praying that we're proclaiming that we will not fully see that manifested until Jesus comes back and praise God, Jesus is coming back. Y'all believe that? <laughs> One day the Lord is coming back. One day the clouds will part and the trumpet will sound. And the Lord will descend and he will come. And he will set things right. But between this day and that, there's a battle. Between this day and the battle, as much as you're fighting the battle, going in the will of the Lord... There is a thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And while David and his men, they were out to battle, and the thief came. Took everything they had, everything they held dear, and they wept and grieved. And they got real. David's two wives also had been taken captive. Ahinam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was in great danger, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in spirit for their sons and daughters. Isn't that something, how at your lowest place, when you get to the lowest place, when you're experiencing the reality of your struggle sometimes even your brothers and sisters in the battle turn against you anybody been fighting the battle doing the work of the Lord filled with the Holy Ghost moving the gifts the passion of God and in the midst of the battles when the battles get tough you were betrayed Those that you trusted the most, those that said, I've got your back. I'm with you, brother. Thick and thin, come hell or high water, we're standing with you. And then when the tough got tough, <laughs> shot in the head. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, we shoot our wounded, don't we? Now, I'm just going to get real. If the Holy Spirit's bringing up the time where you got shot when you were wounded, let it come up tonight. Don't shut it down. Don't pretend it's not there. Don't pretend like it doesn't hurt. Now, some of you are free. Praise God. 
But I believe the Lord says there are some here tonight who are still suffering from the pain of that betrayal. You know, Galatians 6 says, those among you who are spiritual, you ought to restore one another when they're caught in sin. Restore one another when they're battling, when they're struggling, when they're falling short of the glory of God. But how many times have we seen in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, instead of restoring one another, we condemn one another. We reject one another. We cast one another out from among us. Brothers and sisters, this should not be so. We're to restore one another, build up one another, love one another. It doesn't mean you condone or candy coat the sin. You, you speak the truth in love. Not just love, but in truth. And not just the truth without love. But speaking the truth in love, we build one another. Speaking the truth in love, we grow up to a maturity of the full measure of the stature of Christ. Maybe even right now, if this rings true... If you've been on either side of that fence, let's just say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for the times I judged, that I rejected, that I cast away, that I failed to restore such a one. I repent of that sin in the name of Jesus. And Lord, where I was the one that felt betrayed and rejected, cast off and judged, and I held on to it, held on to the bitterness, the anger, the rage, where I got stuck there. Forgive me. Take that from me in the name of Jesus. Restore me, Lord, and give me grace to restore one another. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. According to the principle of James 4, 7, you say submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, let's just clear this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have submitted this to you. And now we take the authority we have. In the name of Jesus, we bind every spirit that's been tormenting us in any of this. We overcome you by the blood of Jesus. And we cast you out, out of our lives. Go right now, defeated to the feet of Jesus. And you never return. In Jesus' name. Father, we just agree right now in the name of Jesus that that has to go, everything that had a grip on us, without manifesting in any way except as Jesus would require. But we pray right now that deliverance and freedom, freedom right now. Devil, you flee in the name of Jesus. Betrayal, rejection, hurt, bitterness, unforgiveness, hardness of heart. You go, you flee right now in the name of Jesus right now with all that goes with it, everything that came with self-righteousness and justice. Judgment, critical spirit, hypocrisy oh, that brings division and strife in the body of Christ. Go in the name of Jesus. Every spirit, you loose our minds. You come off our hearts. You come off our words. You cannot stay in Jesus' name. Now let's just pray God to replace that. Come, Holy Spirit. Come like a mighty rushing wind.
Come and heal. Come and free. Come and restore. Set things right in me, in them, in one another. In Jesus' name. Amen. Church, we got to get this right. Those of you who are spiritual, restore one another in a spirit of gentleness. And take care that you don't fall into the same sin, but restore in a spirit of gentleness. Speak the truth in love. God, I believe the Father says, my people, you must get this right. There are places I desire to take you. Ways I desire to express my heart through you, my power through you. But you must get this right. You must learn to restore, learn to build up, learn to speak truth in love and love to receive this from me. Father, we just pray every word of that, that spirit and life and truth, every word that was from your Father, heart of God, to us. Lord, let your words go deep. Lord, let your words heal. Lord, let your words free us tonight in the name of Jesus. And I just pray right now, healing, healing of hearts that have been wounded, healing of hearts that have been shut down, healing of gifts that have been hindered and held back because of these things, Lord, on either side of that fence, God, let there be healing. Lord Jesus, you are still healing the broken hearted you are still setting the captives free and you are here with us tonight in the name of Jesus healing and freeing and releasing and filling us with your spirit thank you Lord thank you Lord praise you Lord let the Lord heal let him bring his life his freedom in us tonight and that's where it says even though the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in spirit for their sons and daughters, for what they had lost. They were bitter at him. And then the words come, David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Oh, Lord, teach us how to strengthen ourselves. What does that mean to strengthen ourselves? See, God has to do the strengthening. God has to do the strengthening, but God does it through us. In other words, we have a part. We participate. We have the freedom of will to say, yes, God, or no, God. Lord, I need you, or Lord, I've got this. Whether we might say it like that or not, isn't that kind of what we do? Our pride rises up instead of humility. It says, Lord, I choose to be desperately dependent upon you. Humble myself in your sight so you can lift me up instead of what we tend to do. I'm going to lift myself up and I'm going to make this declaration and I'm going to assert this by my own will and my own wisdom, my own power, my own timing. Hear all that? My, my, my. I, I, I. That is the sin of pride. And the Bible says God must oppose the proud but gives grace to the humble. See, and we need his grace in the very places where pride wants to rise up. We need his grace in these places where we need healing of our hearts, healing of our wounds, freedom from the chains and the bondage that hold us back from being all God creates to be. But the price of healing and freedom is humility. And Jesus is our great example of humility to humble ourselves in his sight.
David strengthened himself, and the Lord is God. And David said to the priest, Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? And he answered them, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake, and you shall surely rescue. See, when we humble ourselves in the Lord, when we encourage ourselves in the Lord, meaning we participate with God who comes to encourage us, strengthen us, because we humble ourselves and say, Lord, I need you. Then we can hear. Then we can inquire. Then we can go into the holy place and hear the heart of God, hear the voice of the Lord. And you know what the voice of the Lord tells us? Does he say, oh, just give up? Oh, just let it go. Oh, you didn't need that anyway. The Lord says, pursue. Pursue your enemies. Pursue your, you go after them. So David now strengthened in the strength of the Lord. Pursue for you have surely overtaken and you surely shall rescue. So David set out. He and his 600 men who were with him. They came to the wadi. Besor, where those stayed who were left behind. But David went on in pursuit. He and 400 of the men, for 200 stayed behind, too exhausted to cross over. See, sometimes you're in the pursuit and you're going on. But there's, there are those who you thought would be with you in the battle. But they're too tired. They're too weary. They're exhausted. And y'all know the end of the story there too. They come back and some of the men that went with David said, oh, don't share the spoils with any of them. And the Lord said, no, they who watched over the bags, they who watched over the equipment, they are worthy of receiving their share as well. Which once again, restore one another. Don't condemn them and shame them and, hey brother, where were you in the battle? Where were you when we were fighting that fight? See, doesn't something want to rise up in you sometime to judge and compare and get angry because they're not pulling their share and they're not pulling their weight and you don't want them to share in the glory and the mercies of God. But God once again says, you among you who are spiritual, restore such a one. Restore, reach out, love. God is a merciful God. Who needs the mercy of God? And do y'all believe that you reap what you sow? Well, me, I want to sow lots of mercy because <laughs> I need lots of mercy. The mercy we sow, we reap the mercy. And David, they charge out. They charge out. They find a man who knew the facts, and God will give us divine information. God will give us divine strategies. Verse 16 says, when he had taken him down, they were spread out all over the ground. Uh, when they found their enemies, they found their enemies, the Amalekites, they they took him down and they were spread out all over the ground, eating and drinking and dancing because of the great amount of spoil that had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. You know what? Your enemy is dancing. Your enemy thinks he's won the battle. Your enemy is gloating, gloating over what he has stolen from us. And the Lord gives us divine strategies if we will inquire of the Lord, if we'll be strengthened 
in the Lord. He will open our eyes to find our enemy. He'll open our eyes to seek out that which was lost. And though our enemy thinks he has won the battle, he is defeated. He is defeated. The Lord brings his victory. So your enemy, just in your heart, whatever that enemy is, bitterness, resentment, judgment, theft, Whatever has been taken, whatever he's brought into your life, depression, discouragement, despair, hopelessness, sickness, infirmity, whatever that is, tonight, let the Lord open the eyes of your heart to see your enemy. To see your enemy, and though your enemy is gloating and thinking he is one, thinking you'll never show up, thinking you'll never find your voice. You'll never take the authority you have as a son or daughter of God, a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ to say, I bide you, I overcome you by the power of the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. You release me. You release all you have taken from me. I call it back now in the name of Jesus. You are Satan's worst nightmare. The devil is praying that you never get up out of that bed. The devil is praying you never find your voice and take your authority and take your stand. You know, when Alan Parker was up here with that staff, that didn't you love that poem, poem, poem? I had a picture when he was up here. I gave a lawyer my microphone so I didn't have time to come and share this with you before lunch. But I had this picture. Have y'all ever seen the movie The Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Is that okay to admit that you watch those kind of shows? Okay. <laughs> and there's that one scene where Gandalf, you know, who, who's a type and representative of the Holy Spirit. And there's this big demon, like a principality, coming after him and the, the band. Chasing them down, coming after them. And, and Gandalf takes that staff and he plants it. You shall not pass. And he puts that down. Boy, when I saw Alan up here, shoom, it's like that staff. And I said, the Holy Spirit is stirring in us. He's stirring in us to speak to our enemy. You shall not pass. Let's just declare that. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare to my enemy, you shall not pass in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah find our authority find our voice take our stand y'all know the story David takes his men the Lord exposes the enemy and they go in and they take back everything that was taken from them wives and children all the baggage, all their possessions, everything, nothing was kept by the enemy. All was restored. Now that's the end of the story. That's the end of the book. That's as it is in heaven. And God invites us to say, Lord, come. Lord, do it here on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, to, tonight, tonight we're going to have some time to pray. To pray as we've already been praying and to pray with you personally and specifically. But you know, there's a battle going on right now in Israel. Anybody seen the news? Anybody seen TV? The other morning I got up and get into my prayer chair and I saw a picture 
Uh, if you would, Hannah, pull up that picture. I saw that picture. That's Israel. And those over there on your right-hand side, those rockets, thousands of rockets being sent by terrorists from the Gaza Strip, by Hamas, thousands of rockets being sent indiscriminately into population centers, men, women, and children, indiscriminately, not aimed at military targets, aimed at men, women, and children in their cities. Can, can you imagine if that was a picture over Houston? Just imagine some big ship pulled up off, the, off of Galveston and, and, and CNN, if they would show up, had that on the news, that there were rockets being sent into Houston like that. What do you think would happen? <laughs> would America stand for that? As any sovereign nation, Israel has the right to defend herself. Israel has the right to defend herself. And Israel is defended by the Lord our God. Now I saw that picture and I saw those rockets coming across in Israel. Now look over on the left hand side. See all those lights up in the sky that look like orbs. <laughs> That's what they call the Iron Dome. That is Israel sending up into the sky anti-missile devices that seek and destroy the rockets. And I believe the Lord brought to mind, I prayed that in my morning by morning that day, the Lord immediately brought to mind Zechariah, one of the Z, Z brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Zechariah 2.5, the Lord says, I shall be a wall of fire around her I shall be the glory within her and I just begin to pray in my spirit oh Lord my God you be a wall of fire around Israel oh Lord my God you be the glory within her the glory of your manifest presence God arise in your people arise and shine in your people arise you are her wall of fire you are her iron dome you are the one who says do not harm the apple of my eye touch not my anointed says the Lord you will bless my people for those who bless my people shall be blessed and those who curse shall be cursed holy Lord come Lord come Lord we pray for Israel we intercede for Israel we pray God protect and guard keep them secure keep them safe Lord defeat this enemy defeat this enemy oh God arise and let our enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus thank you God victory 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 we call back every life that's been taken we call back security we say there shall be a victory in the name of Jesus Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, I had a picture. I had a picture. Kind of like my brother up here. Y'all, I'm so jealous of all the visions and the things you see and hear and experience. And so much of this I have to do by faith. 
But every now and then the Lord gives me a picture, gives me a vision, and I was praying about this. I had a prophetic picture, a prophetic act for us to do. <clears throat> Boy, y'all are making me lose my voice. <laughs> Help me, Elizabeth. Help me. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> I had a picture of a shield. I'm, I'm just going to invite the prayer shield of a glow. Y'all, y'all come, please. Come quickly. <clears throat> All right, and then <clears throat> this is a declaration, a, a prophetic act, and, and with the prayer shield, anybody that uh, <clears throat> that's a leader in a glow, you know, come and stand around them. Want to have a, a circle here? Yeah, leaders, come, come, leaders in prayer shield. Now, I'm, I I had a picture of the Lord having a few people who were in the center of the shield to represent Israel. I said, well, Lord, everybody loves Israel. Every, every Christian is called to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Every Christian is called to bless your people. So, of course, at a, at a glow, you know, our three mandates, pray for Israel, pray for the defeat of Islam, pray for the unity of men and women to be united in marriage, the mandates. But so I felt like he said, three, three, three. I feel like there's a few in here. You know who I'm talking to. You get awakened at 3.33 in the night. And you're stirred with a prayer for Israel. Y'all come. The Lord's selecting you to come. All right. You stand in the middle. Stand in the middle. Everybody, I feel like there's several. Several. I'm talking about specific. I know we all pray for Israel. But the ones that get that 3.33 and you open your eyes. And that's what's on the alarm clock is 3.33. And you're thinking, Jeremiah 33.3. Cry out to me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things you have not known. All right, y'all stand in the middle. Now, prayer shield. And they all call. Y'all gather around them like a shield around them. All, all the way around them, all the way, make a circle around them. <clears throat> but now instead of facing them, what I saw is that you are turned, the shield, you are turned outward. Yeah, yeah, because you are facing Israel's enemies in the spirit and in prayer. All right, now, now shofar players and trumpet players, y'all surround the shield. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Y'all believe the Lord releases his voice. The Lord releases his voice with the trumpet call. You believe we're called to be a shield about Israel. To say this shall not stand. So I need somebody with a big staff that would be willing to come. <laughs> Woo! Wait, wait just a minute, wait just a minute. <clears throat> yep, yeah, we want to be where we can hear the thunder. <clears throat> and and, and before, we, before we pray, because we want to be in agreement with this prayer shield around Israel. We are praying for the protection of Israel. We are praying for the exposure and defeat of the enemies of the Lord. And not only for the protection of Israel, but for the salvation of Israel. See, God has a covenant with him. He desires everyone to know their Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And we pray, that's what was stirred in my heart that morning, that Lord even use the terror to turn it into testimonies. Use what they're going through to bring them to the place of humility and surrender and desperation upon God to turn and call upon the name of the Lord to look on the one that they have pierced and grieve and mourn as one would grieve for an only son and declare blessed as he comes in the name of the Lord. Now, uh, Alan, before, before we blow the shofar, or all my shofar players ready, and the trumpet players, I want to, Alan had a, had a word about fire and blood. Share, share that word, and then I want you to release it. Amen. Well, it's the confirmation of what Taria saw last night. She mentioned it earlier, that the blood of Jesus was coming down from that cross, flowing and going through all of us, cleansing us as we've been confessing tonight and telling God where our struggles are. The blood is cleansing us, but then the river of fire was coming off that crust. Someone saw little tongues and coming down, then she saw the river of fire, and then there was blood and fire together. It's the blood of Jesus, but there is also shedding of blood in the land. God sees and hates the shedding of innocent blood. He gave his innocent blood to cover the sin of killing blood and shedding blood. And the life is in the blood. And the fire of the Holy Spirit is going to fall on us, fall on America, fall on Israel. Amen. Father, let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Let the blood flow. Let the cleansing blood flow. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And let the blood and the fire flow together to accomplish the will of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 for Israel. Yes, Lord. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. 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 Well, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 And that those who hate him flee before him. And that those who hate the Lord flee before him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Now, who here thinks that the spiritual atmosphere here and there just shifted? Anybody believe that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is the authority we have. This is the calling we have. And as we humble ourselves before God, as we let him heal us and free us, he is clarifying our voice. He is awakening our gifting, our calling, our passion to live into our destiny. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm going to invite Bruce and the Vellas, the worship team there to be there, and the ministry team. Y'all, uh, we're going to be here to pray and to minister with you tonight. And uh, some of you may be tired, may to go to bed, but stay here in the presence of the Lord as long as you can. And do please come. Come and receive. Just be honest. Just be real. You don't have to make a negative confession and accept it as that's how it is and that's how it's always going to be. But just have the humility and the courage to say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. Lord, I need your help with this. And I believe the Lord is moving in his healing, love, and grace power tonight I believe just as, as we as we enter into this time I just want to make a little room here for the gifting to flow the gifting to flow among some of those that are recognized affirmed by the glow leadership if someone has a word of knowledge a prophetic word ministry of healing miracles pastor I want you all to feel the freedom of the Lord to be part because part of the new wine skin is not just the man of the hour with the microphone in his hand it's the body of Christ together praying for one another lifting up one another praying for one another releasing prophetic words words of knowledge for one another so just let's just pray Lord I'm available. I'm your vessel. I want to be used, Lord. We pray for a releasing of anointing. All the gifts of healings, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discerning of spirits, all the expressions of your heart. We welcome you to flow through us tonight. In the name of Jesus. So if somebody has that, you have that stirring, and it's not just for you, it's for us. I want you to come, come and to, to share that. And as you're coming, one thing that was coming to me was skin cancer. If anybody struggles even right now with skin cancer or you're concerned about skin cancer, would you stand? And everybody that's not standing, just stretch out your hands, your hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing. Healing from skin cancer. Healing, Lord, just like, like that's, a, that's a twisting of the enemy, trying to take a gift of God. You, you put in our heart to seek the sun, 
to come into the light. In any way the enemy try to twist that and distort that into something bad or harmful, destructive for us. We pray tonight, God. We say this shall not stand. We say in the name of Jesus, cancer, you're a spirit and you're defeated by the blood of Jesus. We command you off of these sons and daughters of God. You be cast off, cast off now in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray for soothing, soothing of the cells, soothing of the skin. We say cells and skin, come alive, be restored. Even effects of struggles in the past, be restored, be healed now in the name of of Jesus and and if anybody has struggled with any form of depression discouragement uh, battling in your hope kind of hard to hold on you know just invite y'all to stand anybody here struggled or you're concerned about that depression discouragement hopelessness despair thank you father Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray you just bring encouragement. You bring life. You bring hope in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit that's bringing lies and thoughts to intimidate them, to make them feel like they're stuck and they're holding back and they can't come up, they can't look up, that there's something wrong with them. God, we just speak to that. We speak in the name of Jesus right now. You come off their mind. You come off their thoughts. We call right balance into the chemicals in their brains and their bodies. We pray for healing healing of their emotions and lifting up and off depression despair hopelessness grief and sorrow undo I hear undo sorrow undo grief where that has lingered 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 too long we say in the name of Jesus we bind you grief and sorrow undo grief undo sorrow you come off you loose you free the people of God tonight be lifted off in Jesus name death death destruction self-destruction self-sabotage despair suicide we bind you. We cast you out in the name of Jesus, Lord. For us and those where we're standing in the gap, where we're interceding for somebody, God, you know the struggles. And we pray for healing and life. We agree with the word of life and hope and peace and freedom and healing tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Tension, tension and tightness in muscles. Tension and tightness in muscles especially down in the gut where there's a tightness in your gut, a tightness down in the bowels and the depths of your being, and it gets manifested in the muscles in your body. Lord, just come. Come, Lord, take out that tension. Take out that stress. Stress, anxiety, weariness, heaviness, exhaustion. Come off in the name of Jesus. Free the people of God tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord. And in his place, let there be peace and healing. Let there be rest. We pray a blessing of rest, of Sabbath rest for the people of God. Muscles rest. Muscles and nerves be at rest, be at peace. Bones and skeletal structure come back into right alignment in the name of Jesus now. Thank you, Lord. And all the pain, all the pain, all the torment is bound and comes off, must be cast away in the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord you're moving God's moving he knows what we need hope we need hope we need anybody else that has anything to share to speak or to pray
I have a daughter that's 45. She has EMS. Uh, she's fought this for like 23 years, and she's bedridden now. And uh, I'm just doing everything I can to keep her from giving up. And I think the Lord has a, uh, a victory for her, and that she'll be a profound witness. And uh, I see your testimony. And I just, if you could just agree with me tonight, uh, for her healing, and I thank you for it. And I just praise God. And I believe he will, and he is, and has, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just come in agreement with this Father heart of God right now, just as, as Brother Butch has just expressed that. For his daughter, God, we just join in agreement with him and every father, every mother in this place that has that burden for their children, that burden for a loved one, that they've suffered something in their lives, something where they feel like it's stuck or it's been too long. Or God, if you were going to heal, you would have healed by now. God, if you were going to free, you would have freed by now. We just break off in the name of Jesus. Discouragement, despair, giving up, hopelessness. We break that off in the name of Jesus and we pray God in this new season a new season where we're entering through the gates into what you have for us God we pray fresh hope fresh faith fresh healing God bring healing bring life we pray that for their daughter father in the name of Jesus we just release the word of the Lord Brindy Brindy be healed Brindy be free Brindy's muscles nerves body be made whole in the name of Jesus we release that out to everyone that's on our minds everyone that's on our hearts right now Lord a new day a new day for our children a new day for those we love God give us fresh faith to believe again to believe again to pray again Lord even where some of us had given up given up given into it just accepted it we renounce that in the name of Jesus we renounce passivity we renounce complacency we renounce lack of faith and doubt and unbelief in the name of Jesus God give us fresh hope fresh hope fresh faith to believe to expect expected faith in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord the Lord told me that I walked through this fire of cancer he said you're going to have an authority to break the assignment of cancer it may not look at like it right now, but in the name of Jesus, I cancel the spirit of cancer off of everybody in here and your family members. In the name of Jesus, I curse cancer at the root. I curse the cancer cells. I command them to die and fall off in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command healthy blood cells to overtake you in the name of Jesus and your family. Cancer, we curse you and we command you to flee in the mighty name of Jesus right now your assignment is broken authority has been taken by this body of believers in the name of Jesus we call ourselves healed we call ourselves delivered we call ourselves free we call ourselves whole in the name of Jesus we call it over our families and our friends cancer that plague you have to go we break the plague of cancer in the name of Jesus you foul demon you foul demon. Go. 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 Go.
and every symptom of it. In the name of Jesus, I speak that over me. I speak that over you and your loved ones. So be it through the blood, through the name of Jesus, we have the authority. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, Lueda, wait just a minute. Lueda, yeah, yeah. Y'all stretch out your hands to Lueda because I believe even as she stands right here, she is a prophetic act. In herself, the, the word says, when a thief is apprehended, he must repay sevenfold. And we just declare, Father, in the name of Jesus, just, just like Lueda stands here, releasing boldness and faith against cancer and its effects. She is a prophetic act, a living prophecy of, the, of you restoring what the enemy stole sevenfold. Greater anointing, greater faith, greater boldness. Her words being released are your words being released in power and authority in the mighty name of Jesus with joy, with joy. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> I believe she got it. She got it. Amen. My fellow Christian brothers and sisters, my testimony is I already have one leg in heaven. And I want to do everything I can to keep the enemy away from the rest of my body. Because I want the rest of my body to join this leg that is in heaven as it is or not today. I have not been able to find someone to fit a good prosthetic on my leg. And it keeps me from walking. And it keeps me from praying. And it keeps me from sharing all the words that I want to share with other people because they make the judgment that because I've lost my leg, that I've lost my spirit, I've lost my faith, that God has forsaken me. No, none of those things. I feel that there is a reason why I'm here. I don't know the reason, but I need to stay strong, really strong, so I can meet that lesson or that that journey that God has for me to take. And help me, I need prayer. Because it's difficult when everybody says that. Oh, you must be a retard. Or you must be uh, ailing all over. And you are still not able to work. And on and on and on and on and on. So brothers and sisters in Christ, please, Leave the judgments behind. Leave the non-faith behind. Be strong. Because when you are strong, and you are strong in the name of Jesus, so am I. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a, what a prophetic act. How don't we see one another as disqualified? We see one another's disqualified or less than. And we just repent, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Where's the body of Christ? We've seen one another as disqualified or counted out or unworthy. Or, or how can you speak a word of healing when you're not healed yourself? And we just break that off in the name of Jesus, Lord. Forgive us. Cleanse us. Release that God. And restore us. Restore us to righteousness. And we just say how beautiful, how beautiful 
are the feet of those upon the mountains who bring good news. We receive that good news, healing and freedom. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is very short, but it's a word for pastors. Adam, if the, hen, if the enemy hasn't already done this, he will try to do this. He'll say, he'll come into your ear and say, don't you think it's about time for you to wind down? And the Lord said, oh, no, you're just getting wound up. You are not getting wound down. <laughs> My goodness, thank you, Lord. I've been with this woman to Uganda, Africa, where, where younger men and women were weary and tired, and she was like the Energizer Bunny. Go it forward, go it strong in the name of Jesus. We just pray, Lord. Martha, just pray that anybody that's felt weird or uh, not weird. Weary, I know y'all all feel weird. Right? We're peculiar, <laughs> different, but pray that out. Anybody that's been weary, tired, that they're everything that God puts on your heart. For those who have become weary and tired, the Lord would say to you, first of all, the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you don't feel the joy, you need to get into the Word, in his, and you need to get in His presence. In His presence is fullness of joy, and then the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. So if you feel like your strength is ebbing away, Get in the presence of the Lord, and you will become strong, stronger. I mean, they couldn't believe, because I'm 80 years old, they couldn't believe I was still going to Uganda. But hey, if COVID didn't, hadn't stopped me, I'd be there this year, and I intend to go again if I can. There is no way, let me tell you, it's just the Lord. It is the Lord. He will strengthen you. He will give you what you need. Get into his presence. Stay in his presence. Stir up the joy in you. You have a choice. You can be down in the mouth. I don't think I haven't had my bunch of problems. <laughs> Trust me. But I want to tell you, it's a choice. You get up in the morning, it's a choice. You choose. You choose to be happy or you choose not to be happy. You choose to be down in the mouth or you choose to walk in joy. If you choose to be down in the mouth, you're going to be weak. You're going to get weaker and weaker and weaker. But if you choose joy, you'll get stronger and stronger and stronger. <laughs> get strong in the Lord. Don't let the devil keep your joy. Don't let him steal your joy because he is the thief. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy everything you have. But Jesus came to give you abundant life. Are you ready to step into it? Are you ready for that abundant life? Are you ready to have everything that he promised you and then more? Then get it. Receive it. Make a decision today to take what is yours. Don't let the devil have another minute of your time in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. All right, now, even as we're sharing, if, if y'all want personal ministry, come up, Pastor Adams, and we're all going to be up here to pray with you, minister to you. But, yes. Hello, I have a granddaughter. Her name is Brianna Nicole. She's 15 years old, and she was introduced to witchcraft, and she now thinks that she can perform witchcraft. She's gotten gothic. So if everybody could please pray 
for her. Her name is Brianna Nicole. Lord, we're just agreeing in the name of Jesus for Rihanna and Nicole. Healing, wholeness, freedom, release from anything that held her back in Jesus' name. 